This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 1, Episode 5, Thrinic Gastronomy. You got that? I got it. Yeah. It's it's a hard one to say. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. We just want to like give a shout out to all of our fans right off the bat here. We have fans. Uh, just everyone who's listening, you guys are doing great. We're, 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 you know, we're watching the stats, you know, seeing how many subscribers we have. Um, we've gotten a few good comments now, lots of positivity. Everything's, it's just being, it's been a really fun time making this podcast. Yeah. Doing the podcast is fun on its own, but it's even more of a boon and like a, to, to actually have people know that people are enjoying what we're putting out there and uh, knowing that we're doing that, like putting that out. Yeah. So, so uh, thank you to everyone who is taking time uh, to listen to us hang out and play D and D. It's great. It's really fun for us and hopefully it's fun for you guys to listen. Yeah. And if you like it, maybe your friends will too. (laughs) Yeah. Tell your friends, subscribe, plug, plug, plug. (laughs) www.essentialnpcs.com. All right. Let's just go ahead and move on into words with the DM. Hi. <laughs> uh, about the previous episode, Kreflin eats pickles. Yeah, he does eat pickles. It's pretty much, I mean, like, I don't want to say that's all he does, but that's like <laughs> 70% of what Kreflin does for that episode. Like at a certain point, he's just like, I'm happy eating pickles. You guys just do whatever you want to do. <laughs> it's great. It's that's the the neutral quality of his uh of his alignment coming out. Yeah, um, I guess uh, one thing I want to just like jump into really quick um, is uh, I believe after we played this session, you actually mentioned to me that almost this entire session was uh, on the fly. You you hadn't planned for us to capture this assassin. No, no, uh, not at all. And uh, that's the fickle nature of dice, really. Yeah. Uh, as the DM have the power to just be like, nope, she escapes. But I don't necessarily think that's fair. Yeah, unless uh, it's like entirely essential. Like if it's like she was the main baddie and we captured her and killed her and then like then like we don't have a campaign anymore. Right, which has actually also happened to me in the past. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I she was just supposed to be the shadowy figure that like disappeared into the darkness. You did really well on your perception role. Well, Kreflin. Kreflin would have missed her. Oh, you mean when she got into the street? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Go Oberon. And then you kept failing the whole persons, but he kept doing the called shots. Right. So he was able to knock her down. Mm -hmm. That was episode three. And so then you had a captive for episode four, which was something I hadn't planned on and and, uh, decided to roll with anyhow. Yeah. And uh, I think we all walked away from that episode. Uh, I I believe Sean said it was uh, one of the the better uh, D&D sessions he'd ever played in. Um, You're making me blush. (laughs) No. Um, but before we start getting into the, all the, the bits and the, the juicy, like, drama with Ruth and all, uh, that, that was, like, a really difficult interrogation sequence. <laughs> yeah, it was. You guys made it difficult. Yeah, it felt like we almost got there a few times and then didn't. 
Yeah. So basically what happened is everybody picked a different tack. Uh, you know, you were kind of like good cop. Kreslin was the worst cop. <laughs> <laughs> and in between was uh, Darren and Vanguard. Yeah. So basically what, what, what went on is um, a lot of times when uh, there's a there's an adversarial NPC that they need something from, I'll pick a few methods by which they could convince him or her. And uh, this one was, you know, sort of like basically by making her in serious amounts of pain, she was never going to give anything to you, you know, but by like offering her money or like safe passage or, you know, literally scaring her and then offering protection or something like that, you guys were going like if you had stuck to any one of those tracks, you would have convinced her and you had gotten to the point where, you know, all the bubbles were filled in. And then Darren was like, She's not going to talk. I'm going to go find Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, because I think what happened was we we started to make our way. And then, like, after so many not complete successes, basically, like, we, we would start to, like, make a little headway. And then, like... We're adventurers. We, su- we should succeed immediately. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I do think that is uh, is can be attributed to the fact that this is the this is series one. This is the first time any of us have really played together, like, as a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the first time any of us, with the exception of Session Zero, played with you as the DM. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know that, like, your DM style is, uh, like, a couple roles to achieve a success like this. If it's hard, yeah. 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 A lot of, a lot of like, other DMs I've run with, like, it's just, like, a single role and then everything plays out from there. Some of them, like, don't make you roll. Like, you just keep trying stuff to try and entice a role, and then finally they'll make you roll one role at the end to see yeah. if everything you've done is worthwhile or not. I hate that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think what happened is is uh, is we we thought, like, we hadn't rolled well enough and that we had to, and like she would like shut us off and we were like, oh, we need to change tactic. We need to change tactic. Though, honestly, I think that the real culprit here is the fact that I came up with a beautiful lie and then uh, rolled terribly because as we've established... Have we gotten to that section of Words with the DM? Words with the DM. Oberon complains about his dice. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ultimately, even with all of the hindering ourselves by constantly changing our tactic uh, to try and make her talk... Um, I think it all turned out for the best because uh, I think this episode would have been mediocre at best if we didn't have that drama with Ruth. Mm. Uh, I think like it would have been like an interrogation. We would have gotten some information out of her, some plot information. Probably would have killed her anyways because that's kind of Bancard's thing. Yeah. And and then and then like we would have been like, all right, well, cool, let's continue on. And it wouldn't have been like emotionally charged. There wouldn't have been any character development. It would have just been like, cool, we spent an episode getting some information from a person. Yeah. In this case, it was it became like a really dramatic moment and a really important moment in, in our group as a whole and specifically Darren like in his life. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is you did that all on the fly. <laughs> I, I did do that. You made on the fly. you made a, a really, really good session completely on the fly without any idea of what the hell you were going to do because you you were just like, oh, they're not going to catch this assassin. You know, there's no way. And then we caught you off guard. Um, Pro yeah. tip. Your characters are never going to do what you want them to do. <laughs> <laughs> never, ever. But, yeah, another uh, uh, tip of the hat to you for, for putting out such a great episode uh, on the fly. It played really well, at least as far as I'm concerned. Uh, hopefully uh, our listeners enjoyed it as well. And uh, hopefully Crethen will get to do more than just eat pickles <laughs> for, uh, for episode five. We should get him a jar of pickles. We should. <laughs> 
Yes, that's gonna happen. We're gonna do that. Look out! <laughs> keep a lookout for for pictures of of uh, Seth eating pickles on set here at Essential NPCs. <laughs> I'm calling it now. It's gonna happen. Uh, I I don't really have much more to add. Well, uh, what was your favorite? Oh, oh my god. I can't believe I forgot to ask you. All right, I have to go first. Um, yeah, it's not that easy, is it? <laughs> uh, no, well, I mean, well, I kind of have been talking about what my favorite thing was this whole time. Shut up. The entire episode. No, it doesn't count. Great. Can't do it. Can't do it. No, um, I, I would say my favorite moment was just the scene where Darren goes into Ruth's office. That that particular scene that like set the tone for everything that happened afterwards. Um, the way that uh, both Sean and and you committed to that scene and kind of like played off of each other made everything else that followed have that emotional weight that was necessary to make it uh, compelling, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like she put the knife to 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 Ruth's throat, and like my heart was pumping because I was really really like I was concerned for what this would mean for Darren. Like uh, Darren said, like. Everything was on the line for him at that moment, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was and all of that ties back to that very first scene where we we actually get a, the first glimpse into their relationship and everything that has gone wrong. So that was my favorite part that scene. What about you? What was your favorite <laughs> part? Um, it's gonna sound dumb, but my favorite part after all that heaviness that you just brought yeah. on to us. Oh, please give us some levity. Is uh, when Kreflin eats pickles. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's the most like insignificant thing, and he, like the entire like episode, <laughs> he's just like, I'm just sitting here eating my pickle, yeah, chomp, chomp, chomp. and it was, it made a really heavy episode, <laughs> not as heavy, right? Yeah, had that he levity. Was just like, okay, I'll roll initiative. Oh look, it's a four. Cool, I'm gonna sit here and eat my pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Good shot, Ben Card. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And uh, I was really thankful for that because um, in the back of my head, I was like, this is getting like super serious. I don't know. Like people are going to be like turned off by how like crazy emotional this is going to get. Yeah. Um, Kudos to Seth for keeping it light. <laughs> keeping it a game, you know? <laughs> I mean, you always want to have some portions, um, you know, to be serious and to be darker. Because without that, you can't really tell how fun and light everything is. Right. Um, I mean, I liked all the serious parts. I love it when people get into role playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was a part of role playing, too. And I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Good, good job, Seth. Yay, Seth. And Sean. And you know what? Good, and everybody. Good, good job, Bankard. It was, it was kind of cool to, to have, like, Damon and Bankard, who really hadn't interacted that much yet kind of have like these moments where like Darren was like thank you Vanguard I, I needed somebody to walk through this with me and, and you did I guess it turned out all right I guess uh the first half of the half of the episode was a bit of a mess but uh it turned out okay <laughs> in the second half <laughs> oh, it was messy because Creflin broke her leg <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-da>. <laughs> all right um with that uh unless we have anything else to talk about I, do I guess we did the whole like subscribe and like us and all subscribe, that. like us, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Without further ado, uh, enjoy episode five, Thrinic Gastronomy, and uh, we'll banter at you next week. <laughs> yep. Enjoy. Well met. 
My name is Oberon Delgado, a Termish gladiator hailing from a remote desert village called Evershade. As quick with a sword as I am with my cutting wit, on a typical day you can expect to find me in one of two places. The local fighting pits, or the library. When I was a young boy, a stroke of luck led me to discover a buried chest that had once belonged to a master bard called Hoban Baybason. Amongst his belongings were an old cracked ocarina and a leather-bound journal. Within its pages, I found obscure glyphs and diagrams from which I began to decipher the mysteries of the arcane. Over a decade later, I'm still attempting to unlock all the secrets this journal has to offer. While I've only been on the road for a few years now, I've crossed the path of more than a few interesting traveling companions. As is the Bardic Way, I've taken to listening to their stories and occasionally even joining in on some of their adventures. The most recent of these companions came in the form of a mountain dwarf named Kreflin, whom I met in a tavern brawl a few months back. In his company, I've found myself swept up in a journey that makes the fighting pits seem dull in comparison. Until now, I've simply documented the stories of others, but something tells me I'll be chronicling my own tales for posterity soon enough. I'm called Kreflin Partintel, an officer of the clan Thrain, barbarian and mountain dwarf of the highest caliber. I was a military lad before the first hairs grew on my chin and I served for 200 years until they retired me and put me in the fucking lawmaker's guild. I used to lead every clan migration between strongholds, scouting ahead, clearing the path, destroying threats, but once they retired me I had to travel with the civilians. Well, I didn't have that for long. I left my clan three decades ago now and wouldn't return for all the gold in the caverns. I'm a traveler now. The laws of the Thrin are still close to my heart. For years, my officer salary kept me afloat, but I've run flat broke now and have to work for my logger. Luckily, there's lots to be done with a maul and a hand axe. Oberon started following me around about seven or eight moons ago. The lad annoys the shite out of me, but he has his moments. Mostly, he's there to tell my tale once I've finally been slain by some tough bastard. I suppose he's useful for something. If you want a glimpse into my travels, just take a look in my knapsack. I've got a centaur's tail cut with my own hands. I've got a beard comb made from the rib of a bear, the one whose skin I've got round my shoulders there. Just look at that face. I've got a bottle of wine from the finest elven pantry, and I've got plenty of room for more trophies of the like. I go piss off before I make you eat your teeth. I'm Benkard Brightwood, paladin of the Cuthbertine Order. I was sent by my order to assist the Thieves' Guild. For a bunch of brigands, they surprisingly do quite a bit of God's work. When I arrived, I met a group of fellow adventurers. We came across this funny little halfling by the name of Barley. Barley was rather annoying, but all in all, I could tell he was a good man. When Barley was killed just because he was annoying, never felt so hopeless in my life. Felt like I let down St. Cuthbert and the common man he's supposed to protect, that I was supposed to protect. That night I swore an oath to Barley, to everyone, if you're ever harmed by evil, I, Bankard Brightwood, Paladin of St. Cuthbert, 
shall use his blessings to make you whole again, and harness his wrath to cleave evil in two. I'm Darren Draug. They call me the cleaner. Whenever there's a dirty job, I'm the guy that Thieves Guild calls to clean it up. I think fast, I talk fast, I act fast. I was born a wood elf, but I'd say I'm more of a city elf now. I don't see my family much anymore. At 351 years old, I'm just over the proverbial hill, and I've been doing what I'm doing for a long time. I bounced around Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep for a century or two, mostly cleaning, with a brief detour into doomed romance. I've never been much of a family man, especially since the job tends to get in the way. Occasionally, the differing nature of mortality between elves and humans gets in the way as well. But in recent years, I've been watching the next generation of Thieves Guild members grow up and come into their own, the latest of which is my dear young friend Bryn the Handsome, who called me in for a particularly dirty job. And unless my experience is wrong, with this job and these companions, it's gonna take a lot of cleaning. left our adventurers, they um, had successfully retrieved a stone from the Temple of Lyra for their friend Bryn, who was subsequently attacked for said stone um, once they turned it over. They were able to save him and uh, capture his would-be assassin, whom they attempted to interrogate, but ended up murdering. Um, Not my fault. <laughs> and, yeah, she uh, killed herself. She, she didn't quite kill herself. Uh, <laughs> the choices. In their pursuit of finding out more about the assassin, they contacted Darren's estranged daughter, Ruth, and they were able to uh, have a tenuous uh, reuniting. Reunion? Uh, yes, that. Re yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've now taken up the mantle of completing Bryn's quasi-death bed request that they find Anna Ravenhelm and uh, the stones. Uh, as we left it, you guys are standing in the street. Uh, Ruth has been taken to a medic, uh, and uh, Avin Tavishil's body has been removed from the street as well. And uh, what would you like to do now? Avin Tavishil. What a Waste of a great name. <laughs> I'm gonna name my first child that. So are we still standing in the street? Is this like unless you've okay. gone somewhere else? I didn't know if there was a. Oh no, no, wait, no, wait. That's right. We like, had a we had drinks together. Uh, you, Bancard uh, and Crethlin went out for drinks, and then you and I, uh, Darren and I, hung oh, right. out and uh, drank some wine. That's oh, right. That yeah, did happen. So next that's, next that's day where then? we are. Or is it the next day? Uh no. <laughs> Let's pick up left off. All right. Hey, great. Okay. Uh, so you guys, uh, you guys are decompressing from your um, wearying day. Having a drink or five. And uh, Kreslin and Bankard have gone out to a pub, bar. Um, Darren and Oberon have returned to the inn, townhouse? Uh, inn? The, yeah, the townhouse. The townhouse. I don't know. To Uncorked bond a bottle of wine that I assume was there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and yeah, we're just we're just kind of like 
you know, hanging out. I'm making him feel better. He's he's pretty he's pretty torn up about the day. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a rough one. Yeah. So while we're while we're chatting, Darren, I do have some questions. Uh oh, that's never a good start. Uh, moving forward, uh, if we're going to go on this this I I don't know, maybe I'd call it a quest uh, <laughs> together. We all need to be on the same page, and as far as I can tell, you know more about what's going on than we do at the moment. Uh, not much more. I will tell you that the, uh, remember the quote run-in with the pyromancer on quote I told you about not too long ago? Uh, Bryn's hair was singed and my eyebrows were a little, uh, ashy. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh... Wasn't really a pyromancer. In fact, it was a lot more fire than that. In fact, it was the plane of elemental fire. What? Uh, yeah. So, we've been looking for these stones in a lot of places, and I admit, I don't know what they do. Uh, If Bryn knows anything about what they do, he's kept it from me, and uh, maybe that's for the best that we don't know. Uh, It means that information can't be extracted from us. Uh, who, who are we up against here? Who, who's collecting these stones? Is this? I thought we dismantled uh, Dacier's slave trade. Is this at all related to that, or did Enna start up on a new assignment? We think it is related to that. We think it goes up even further than that. It's possible that uh, he's working for uh, even someone else, and uh, it's, it's possible that this goes all the way up. I, I'm not actually sure how far that is. <laughs> I'm I'm afraid to find out myself. Unfortunately, I don't trade in reconnaissance. I usually trade in keeping things quiet. But uh, that's what I know at the moment. Uh, we did try to uh, get one of these stones from the plane of elemental fire, but finding these has been has proven very difficult. Apparently, Bryn thinks Enna knows something that we don't. She's okay. been. Uh, Working in Neverwinter, I believe, for a while. So maybe it's time to discuss how we're getting there. Well, you. what about the other stones? There's four other stones besides the one we have here with us? Yes. Four that I know of. Where are they being kept? Are they safe? Uh, they are in Bryn's apartment, and maybe we should keep them safe. I mean, if he's... If he's going to be incapacitated at the uh, Cuthbertine Temple for Cuthbert knows how long, <laughs> if they're just laying at uh, at his apartment, that's that's probably the first place they'll go. Agreed. But I'm also leery about keeping them all in one place. Uh, whoever wants them obviously wants them all together. And uh, carrying them on us might make it easier for someone who's looking for them to steal all of them at once. Uh, that makes sense. Um, however... I still think there's probably somewhere more secure than... Oh, definitely. Yes. <laughs> so maybe first thing in the morning we should go to Bryn's apartment? That seems like a good plan. All right. Well, I know you've had a hard, difficult day, but... Uh, I finished the bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I want you to know, like, I think I saw a glimmer of pride in your in your daughter's eyes when you left. And I'm proud of her, too. I hope when I get back from this quest... That uh, maybe I can be a better father for however long she has left. I, I don't doubt you have that in you. 
Crethlin and Bankard, any uh, touching moments from you guys? <laughs> Don't be dirty. Uh, <laughs> Seth, Seth. Well, we went out dancing. That was yeah. yeah. Um, Seth, I need you to follow my lead on this, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The the tavern is silent. <laughs> Crethlin and his opponent sit at a table. <laughs> Bankard leans in to Crethlin's ear, gives him a pep talk. Friend, you're a mountain dwarf. Can't lose to this guy. Uh, is this oh. an arm wrestle? Is that what's no. happening? <laughs> this is a drinking contest. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be a dance-off. <laughs> Come on, you just... He's about to go. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a big fucker. Yeah? You're a mountain dwarf. Uh, ah. <laughs> Don't worry. Take the shot. Crethen, <laughs> his hand crawls over the surface of the wooden table and he grasps the shot between two fingers uh, describe his, describe my opponent a uh, a, a goliath <laughs> <laughs> oh he uh, is a big fucker <laughs> big fucking fucker um, and, uh, he's not looking too good though mm. I think you got him on the ropes and I raise the shot glass up give him a little cheers and down it Roll for constitution. <laughs> Save, please. Uh, 16. You feel the bile come up into your throat. <gasps> oh! <laughs> uh, don't, don't do it, Grethlin. But you're, it, it burns, and you, you, you fight back. It, it, it goes down. Oh. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, Goliath is showing no sign of uh, weakness. <laughs> Oh, it's good. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> the bartender lines up another shot for both of you. <laughs> hey, how you feel over there? Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> Dundee, he says. Oh, well, cheers to you again. On three. One. Two. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Does that... It's what comes after two, lad? Is it is it three? Uh, aye, aye. Three. Okay, three. <laughs> Down. Oh, they drank it. <laughs> Who could have seen this one coming? <laughs> uh, roll for constitution safely. It's 19. The um, Goliath, who up to this point has shown no sign of weakness, downs the shot and, uh, as he does, leans too far back, having lost his uh, balance and falls off the stool. Uh... <laughs> Knocking himself out in the process. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Mountain dwarf! Mountain dwarf! Mountain dwarf! Mountain dwarf! Mountain dwarf! I will show you what. Do you uh, collect your winnings? Roll Constitution safe, please. Oh god. <laughs> so can uh, seventeen? All right. You're Does woo-hoo. alcohol count as poison? <laughs> There's alcohol poisoning. That's a thing. How much do I win? Uh, 17 silver pieces. Hey. There you go. And a pair of underwear that was thrown. And all the free drinks for the (laughs) evening. Ah! A round of mead for me and my friend. The bartender gives you the most dubious look (laughs) you've ever received. But you being the winner, you are welcome to your drinks. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and turn to Bankard and say, Cheers, laddie, couldn't have done it without you. 
Cheers, friend. Thanks for the mead. Clink. That was impressive. <laughs> Not so bad. I've had worse. I'm sure there's a good story there. <laughs> nope. And then he tells the story. <laughs> he tells the story for the rest of the night until the sun comes up. It's that good of a story. Uh, so you didn't sleep? No. Neither one of you slept? No. I was listening to the story. All right. Uh, you both have a point of exhaustion. <laughs> Yeah, so um, until you sleep uh, or take a long rest, you have disadvantage on all ability checks. (laughs) Oh, cool. And your sanity meter (laughs) slows. Okay, so do you guys guys rejoin us? We wake up in the morning, right? I cook breakfast. Uh, We probably are stumbling in (laughs) around the time we're making breakfast. Oh, I don't. I don't know this recipe very well. (laughs) Oh no! Uh, It's only a seven to understand the recipe. All right. Vanguard's like leaning on Crethlin. Oh no! Overextending yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a this is a six to make breakfast. So I, I yeah, I definitely. So so I'm at the table thing. eating it, and I'm like, mm, well, uh, well, you know what they say: if you make breakfast badly, everything else in your day will go well. <laughs> Do they say that? I like that saying. Let's yeah. go with that. <laughs> yeah, but if you make breakfast well, that's the only thing you're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that has a ring of truth to it. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It really does. <laughs> uh, wait, did you guys join? I guess Bankard and uh, and Kreflin stumble through the door. Mm-hmm. Bangs open. Hey, do you guys want to finish my eggs? <laughs> oh, what is that smell? It's it's great, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't know if great's the correct word to Were use. Were you guys out drinking all night? What does it look like? Oh, oh stop yelling. Ah. Oh, dear. Well, Dayron and I were going to go swing by Bryn's apartment. Oh, fine, let's go. Come now. You guys oh. feeling up to this? Is this? Uh, I don't know if we require any bulls in this particular proverbial China shop. Oh, we're going to a China shop. Why are we shopping for China? Maybe you take care of that and we'll just uh, hold the fort here. Are we expecting to run into any uh, trouble? Is do no. Do you have any inclination of... Agents unseen. I mean, we didn't see the assassin coming. I'd hate to. Let's bring him with us. Just yeah, that's a lot. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Come now. Have, have, have some coffee or something. <laughs> oh, did <laughs> you make some coffee? Tea. Tea. Coffee. Some coffee kind of strong real. drink. Yeah, yeah coffee. Make yeah, mine no. with grounds in the bottom so I can chomp them down. <laughs> so off we go to uh, Bryn's apartment. Okay. Uh, Darren knows that uh, Bryn actually doesn't live in the city. It's too dangerous. So uh, you guys head back out toward the inn where you all first met. <gasps> oh, oh, except Dayron. I wasn't there. <laughs> so does he live upstairs? Yes, top floor. Do I happen to know where he's been keeping these stones? Nope. You don't know where he keeps his stones? Come on, man. Look, we were good friends, but not that good. <laughs> So as you enter the uh, tavern, you notice that the only person in the bar tavern uh, on the first floor is the uh, the same bartender <laughs> that uh, was so kind to you before. Oh. He basically gives you no notice, as per usual, after he sees Darren. And um, cool, let's go upstairs. All right. So you head up the stairs uh, past sort of the. Um, temporary rooms that are available for uh, either paying guests or Thieves Guild members and uh, head up to the top floor, which uh, is 
uh, locked. Crethlin uh, knocks on the door. There's no answer. Well, uh, it's worth a shot. I guess he's not in. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all right. He's not even in, is he? <laughs> Crethlin knocks on the door again. <laughs> Still no answer. Uh, yeah, yeah, keep, definitely keep knocking. Uh, Crethlin knocks on the door again. Get out my tools while he's knocking, just like, <laughs> as long as he's busy. As long as he's busy. <laughs> this is fine. Uh, and he is, uh, attempts to pick the lock. Sure, go for it. Uh, 23. Uh, it takes you a few minutes. There are a lot of extra tumblers uh, to <laughs> Always pick. trust a thief to have a good lock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but eventually you manage to, in fact, pick the lock. I'm a pro. Impressive work, Darren. Thank you. Uh, uh, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't expect that uh, Bryn would have uh, an easy lock to pick, but... Uh, Should we be concerned about booby trapping? I don't know. Was, I don't know if Bryn was exactly that kind of guy. I'll go first. Really? <laughs> 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 but yeah, he opens the door. Cuthlin opens the door. Okay. Uh, the door opens. There is a single-person bed to the left, and then there is a desk in the right rear corner of the room. It's pretty bare bones. Uh, there is a very large map on the wall with a bunch of uh, X's and circles and lines drawn on it. Um, there's no key as to what these X's and circles and lines meant, but um, you think that Bryn has been marking it up. Yeah, can I can I discern whether uh, Bryn and I have been to any of these locations, like in our search? Sure, uh, roll, mm, roll survival. Ooh. Uh, a 17. Okay, so some of these places, the ones with the black X's, you know that you've been to with Bryn. Uh, can I also look at the map and see if like I've been to any of these places on my uh, migration? I think you mean look at both of those maps. Oh. Just because you're seeing double, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hence roll uh, survival with disadvantage. <laughs> cool. I Worth it. Ah, oh, fuck that oh, shit. Fuck that shit. A 19 okay. and a 1. Mm. <laughs> uh, but the 1 is um, a 5. But it's a 1. It's a 1. <laughs> um, so you get up close to the map, so close that you bonk your head a little bit and mm. try to steady yourself and rip it a little where it's pinned up. All right, let's just uh, roll this thing up here. Yeah. And I, uh, I take it off the wall and roll it up. Okay. And, and put it in Good my thinking. pack. Okay. Uh, I'm going to scan the room for... Loose floorboards, anything that looks like it might be like a hide, a good hiding place. Yeah, and I'm gonna look through drawers and stuff. Uh, particularly, what I'm looking for is any any paperwork he might have on his on his musings about the stones or anything like that. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, roll investigation, Darren. Pretty good at that. Twenty six. Um, okay, so you notice that behind the map that has just been taken down, some of the boards in the wall, uh, while they line up, are a bit discolored uh, compared to the rest of the wall. This looks like a job for Crowbar. (laughs) Yeah, okay, roll investigation. Oberon, roll for investigation. That is a seven. The top one opens and it's got a bunch of like ink and quills and pencils and stuff. Cool. (laughs) Uh, The rest of them don't open. Oh, the other drawers won't open? But they don't look suspicious. They look like drawers. 
<laughs> okay, they might be locked. I might I might need a, a hand from you, Darren. But uh, what what have you found over there? Uh, I'm over. I'm like over there. What? I'm prying like <laughs> <laughs> like these planks off the wall. So you stick the crowbar in the left hand side, the leftmost plank, um, and uh, as you do, it uh, pries open. Um, and actually, uh, sort of with a k- k- tss, uh, the entire discolored panel opens and swings to the right. What is behind it? Um, there is a, a metal box, and on four pedestals, um, little tiny pedestals, are the remaining stones. Creflin snags the box. Okay. Roll dex save, please. I'm going to say because he's exhausted, his danger sense is uh, Dulled. limited <laughs> for, you know, people coming at him with, like, knives and things. Oh, sure. sure. So, so is this a disadvantage because he's drunky? McDrunk no, it's that this is a saving throw. Great, because it was a critical hit. Natural uh, 20. A uh, 20? Yes. And then we'd be like, no, wait, don't! <laughs> okay, so as you reach in, um, you see uh, some gas start to... Um, like gather at the corners of the box as soon as you cross the plane of the, you know, the front and uh, you are able to retract your hand before the gas uh, fills the the box. Uh, And uh, it doesn't, much like the room with the water, it doesn't actually come out of, like pour out into the room. Ugh, what the fuck is that? Well, that doesn't look good. I'm not actually sure what that is. That's a... That's a pretty good trap there, Bryn. <laughs> Can I try to detect any more traps in this uh, sure. safe? Damn, I am I am throwing rocks tonight. 24. Okay, there are no physical traps that you see. Okay. Um, you can roll Arcana if you have it. Mm, have I read anything like this? Can I, I have pretty decent Arcana, so... Are you inspecting, or are you I'm, still looking at the drawers? I'm, no, I'm inspecting. I've watched it. I went over when he pried open the thing, because I was like, I, I need help with these drawers, and I watched all this happen. Uh, sure, you can roll Arcana. Is Bankard there? Yeah. He's hanging out. He's a little hungover. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he's just leaning against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys find anything yet? <laughs> That's a 23. Okay, you recognize this. as uh, There's a magical trap that uh, every time the, the plane is broken without saying the words first, uh, it'll trigger that um, necrotic smoke. Uh, so I believe you got lucky there, Crethlin. Uh That is necrotic smoke. Uh, you may have lost a hand. Did Bryn ever mention a passcode, or is there a standard uh, a word that, that he would uh, attribute to some kind of magical trap that needs to be disarmed with the speaking of a power word? Do I know this? Is it password? Roll history. <laughs> Roll being Bryn's confidant. Like, <laughs> how much did he trust you? <laughs> 15? Okay, um, so you remember that he didn't actually tell you uh, any magical word, but you do remember him mentioning that uh, he did have some papers specifically for you should anything happen to him. Maybe they're in I those. Don't, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know the words, but I know where we might be able to find them. Did you see anything in those drawers? Uh, I found one drawer that opened. It just had inks and quills, um, but uh, several of the other drawers appeared to be locked or sealed in some way. Well, that uh, that seems to follow. Uh, it's a good old cautious Bryn. Uh, I'm gonna walk over to the desk and. 
try some of the locked drawers. Okay. Might these ones be booby-trapped as well? Maybe we should... I'll do it! Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're opening... Yeah, the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to thieves tools it, I believe. Okay. Um, roll investigation first, please. Okay. I can't say no to that. God <laughs> damn! 27. Rolling hot! Okay. I, this is... This has to end somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you go to open the... The first door you open, uh, it's locked, but it's just a regular lock. There's a bunch of, um, like, financial ledgers uh, that are for the Thieves Guild. Um, the second door you open, uh, you start to to stick your picks in the lock, and then you re- recognize that it is a trapped drawer. It's something that you taught him how to do, uh-huh. where uh, if you're not pushing the correct part of the uh, drawer as you open it, it will, in fact, um, release a trap. Ah, uh, he took my teachings to heart. So proud of him. Uh, so uh, do I know how to disable this? Yes, you do. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Okay, roll sleight of hand. (laughs) Now, how good were you? Nine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was, he, uh, the the student has surpassed the master, it would appear. (laughs) So, um, it's really hot in the room, so your fingers sort of slip off the little point that you need to press, and um, a uh, dart comes uh, flying out, at you and hits you right in the shoulder. Uh, you take two points of poison damage. Ooh. I told you I should have done it. You all right? Uh, it's not so bad. I uh, just come here. I'm I'm so proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll remove the poison. Thank you, Bankard. Praise be unto Saint Cuthbert. <laughs> yes, yes, praise be unto Saint I didn't manage to get the lock open, did I? You did. It, it opened. Okay. All right. So I'm going to very tentatively open that drawer up and uh, see what I can see in there. There are five envelopes, all with different names on them, uh, and yours is, uh, your name is on one of the envelopes. All right. I won't mess with the other ones. Well, did you write one for me? Just see if my name's in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, this one is uh, for both of us, it looks like. Oh, oh good, good, good. good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to open that up. Uh, sure. Um, oh, she's writing a note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. This is a secret. There's a loophole. If you just read it out loud, then everybody can know. <laughs> well, I got to read it first, then I'll decide if I'm going to be a sneaky bastard or a regular bastard. <laughs> okay. So uh, there are two uh, pieces of paper in the... Uh, Envelope. One is wrapped around a jeweled dagger. Ooh. Oh, that's and so then sweet. one is just a loose sheet of paper. What you got there, Darren? Uh, Darren uh, turns away uh, briefly, and um, he folds one of the the papers in half and uh, puts it under his uh, jerkin, and like, stands there, breathes for a moment, turns around, he's like, we got it. Bryn always came through for me. And he, uh, reveal, he takes the uh, jeweled dagger, he puts it in his belt, and turns around to show the other note to everyone. Uh, it says, uh, 
Kire Kier. Flawless trust. I bet that's it. Uh, do I know what Did that you say it out loud? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, as you do, there's a flash in front of the, uh, the, uh, the box, and, um, and then it looks, the, the mist is gone. Ooh. I think that was it. Grethlin snags all the stones. Do I know what language that is, by the way? It's Elvish. Okay. Uh, so, like, Darren is, like, trying badly to, like, conceal, a, like, a tear in the corner of his eye, which he was, like, wiping away. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, if Bryn trusted you guys, then I do, too. Here, we should keep these separate. And, um, like, picks up the stones and hands one to each. Oh, no, they're mine. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did snag them all. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> hey, uh, Crathlin, do you mind if we split those up among us? All right, but oh, what do they look like? They all look pretty much the same. Um, upon examining them, you see that one side is uh, an Elvish script, like the one that you examined mm. previously. Um, and then on the opposite side is a uh, Dwarvish script. It doesn't say anything that makes any sense. But they all look pretty much exactly the same? They all have different letterings, but none of them make sense. Okay. Are any of them uh, written in Orcish by chance? No. Okay. It's the only other language. <laughs> cool. Well, fine. <laughs> I, I, I got to keep this one. Any yeah, yeah. Keep the one. Long. Keep the one in Dwarvish. They, they all, all have Elvish. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Happy. Uh, I'll figure it. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to read it. Uh, you uh, know, so in your downtime. I don't know this fucking. Says. Is that is that a translation? Uh, this is direct as I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> So you each take one. Uh, so you have two. So I'll, I'll put that in my inventory. Yeah. There. So everybody should write that they have a stone in their inventory. I want. Uh, I want to examine these stones a little further um, using some magic that I've I've learned. But uh, uh, I'm I'm sure it won't yield much information. But I'm, I just want to be thorough. Um, but it will take some time. Uh, so should. Do we want to get in and out of here fast, or you guys oh, have a, a little I, bit of time? I've been, like, standing at the, like, the wall save, kind of looking into it, uh, and, like, totally not crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's still a few locked drawers? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of ramble off, I guess, as soon as I see that. I'll be like, do we have a little bit of time? <laughs> and then I walk up to Darren, and I, I put my hand on his shoulder. I'm like, Darren. Oh. Oh, uh, hey, uh, what, what do you need? Um, I was, I was curious if, uh, we wanted to inspect the other drawers before we left? Uh, yeah, I, I suppose so. Uh, is that box still in there? Still in that safe? Because, uh, he didn't get, uh, I think, because I think out, I misunderstood. Right? The silver box was the one that was holding, holding the stones. The stones. There was not a separate silver box, right? No. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I misunderstood. Right, that was my bad. All right. I don't. I don't mean to ransack our our friend's apartment, but no, I, I agree. They were, if he was keeping what he was keeping in uh, under lock and key, there, uh, uh, it might be worthwhile to investigate some other places as well. So there are more locked drawers. Yes. Yeah, there are two more locked drawers. Okay, so I think I will take a look inside. Sure. There are two more locked drawers. Uh, just like the first one you opened, it just seems like there's probably a key somewhere. Um, 
another has a, a bunch of um, letters and missives um, collected. Uh, and then the bottom one has, um, it's kind of like a, a medieval drunk junk drawer, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, it's locked because there are some things that could be of value, but there's uh, there doesn't seem to be anything uh, particularly um, interesting. Do they look like keepsakes? Yeah. Like paper clips. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to... Is it, is it like paper clips or is it more like uh, stuff that he might be holding on to for sentimental value? Uh, it's actually kind of a mix. There's a, there's a box with a, a small oval, uh, not brooch, but like um, painting inside. Like a cameo? Yeah. Uh, thank cool. you. That's what I couldn't think of the word. Uh, that um, is of a dark-haired woman who looks uh, resembles Bryn. Um, then uh, there's a ring um, and uh, some, you know, a, a piece of like ornately folded paper. And then there's some like broken quills and some hard candies. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we, we may want to keep this here to make sure he's got a home to come back to, you know? Right. No, I was I was more concerned if, if whoever uh, attempted to assassinate him learned that they at least succeeded in incapacitating him, they may si- send agents to his apartment. And uh, I'm, I just want to make sure we don't leave anything for them to take from him. I suppose, I don't know how much pull you have within the Thieves Guild. We've heard a lot about you. Um, if you could uh, assign thieves to protect this area, or if there's, I'm, I'm not sure the I can, the I can politics like, of the Thieves Guild. I can let the the bartender know on the way out, right, that like we should keep this place guarded. Sure. That's probably what I'll do. Uh, I'll, let the, I'll let the old bar back know. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure uh, I'd hate for him to lose anything uh, that can't be replaced. Krethlin, uh, would you please roll perception for me? Yeah. <laughs> With disadvantage. Oh, Shit. Is that a man. 20 and a 1? Yes, it is. 20 and a 1. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that's, the, that's what we love the most. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close these drawers up, except I think I will... Do a perfunctory scan of those letters to see if there's anything from Enna up near the top, like anything recent. There are. Um, uh, it looks like most of these are back and forth between Bryn and Enna. Do do any of them indicate where Enna is at the moment or where she was most recently? So the top few look like they've been really well read. Um, you know, like they're a bit crinkled and oh, a bit sure. worn and... Um, then underneath those three or four pages, um, there's a few that look like they haven't been touched that are from Bryn to Enna, and they're dated most recently. Oh, so they're unsent. No, they look like they've been handled. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. These are these are probably but I would, copies. Would I know? Th- oh, okay. So Enna may have received this. Yeah. So I'd like to take a look at that one. Okay. So the first one is more just a status report. Um, we found the the limbo stone, um, sending the uh, quote unquote kids <laughs> to go fetch it. Um, <laughs> and uh, the next one is 
uh, haven't heard from you in a while. Where are you? Um, you know, please respond to this. I know you're busy. Let me know where you are. Um, and then the next one is addressed to Enna. Um, but as you read on, it actually says towards the bottom, uh, if received and you know where she is, please respond to this letter. So it looks like even Bryn didn't know where Anna was. So I think going to her last uh, known location and doing some research there as quickly as possible may be our best bet. And according to the letters, that's Neverwinter? Uh, yeah. The la- uh, you read through the last letter that Anna actually sent, mm-hmm. um, and it says that she uh, accomplished disassembling uh, Morindale Dockier's mm-hmm. organization. She's freed as many as she can. Uh, you assume she means slaves slash endangered servants, and uh, she'll meet him in Waterdeep. And that was dated about a month ago. All right. So she was. She may have actually. Kathleen, please roll perception to Waterdeep with this advantage. Well, uh, Waterdeep is on the way. Oh my God. It's a one and a two. <laughs> okay. How many more ones can you roll? Oh, man. Maybe it's time to discuss how we should get there, because I, I don't think walking is the best idea. It's going to take a really long time. You, maybe we can either get horses or charter a boat. Or or maybe, like, if the Thieves Guild, if you if there's anyone you know who might... I don't know if there's a, a guild wagon or uh, something. A wheel man? Yeah, yeah. Or, so, you know, some, like if, if we have contacts within the Thieves Guild that could get us uh, a wagon um, or horses, there's also... Uh, I am leery of sea travel, it's true. About how long would it take us to uh, go by horseback? To Neverwinter? Uh, to uh, Waterdeep. Waterdeep, because it's on the way and she was supposed to meet him there. Sure. Um, so walking, you'd get there... In about a month, um, and riding on horseback, you would get there in about 16 days. And uh, with a cart, you would get there in about 21, 22 days. As compared to possibly a boat or other mode of transportation? Yep. Obron roll intelligence. Uh, That's an 11. Uh, you can add your proficiency if you have history. I do. Okay. Um, so that makes it a 14. You know that there are many ways to get to Waterdeep. Um, you can get there by boat. Um, you can get there by a big sailing ship in about 13 days. And you can get to, uh, to Waterdeep in a, sort of a, a long ship, which isn't, uh, particularly comfortable, but, uh, faster in about 10. You also read about airships um, and uh, you know that that's the fastest mode of transportation um, from your reading. You've never actually experienced it so it's all just like most things I guess um, and that's about three and a half days journey. I, I just want to point out to everybody listening at home that as soon as the word airships was spoken, <laughs> just like two idiotic grins <laughs> sprung up at this table. Three. Three. <laughs> and Kretlin's asleep. <laughs> Nobody said anything about an airship yet. Um, well, I do now. <laughs> uh, I, I reiterate all that to you guys. I, I mentioned that there, there, we could go by boat. It would take uh, a little, uh, a little less than two weeks. That's uh, fast, but I don't like. Um, or 
I, I once uh, read a tale of, a, of uh, an adventuring group that uh, was traveling along the Sword Coast, and they, they went on an airship, and uh, the airship actually flew from uh, Baldur's Gate. Uh, it, it, that's where it made port. I, I, I believe it was actually grounded in realism. Uh, I, I, do I know the, the name of the port, or is there a name to the port? Uh, Baldur's Gate is on a major river, so... Um, but for airship, would it be in the same port? It, it's a giant tower that the airship is yeah. attached to. You I, can I, see I, it. I actually think I've, I've seen the tower when we've been walking around Baldur's Gate, uh, where the airship uh, docks. Uh, I haven't uh, seen it myself, but I haven't really investigated thoroughly. Um, but the airship would take... Three and a half days. Three and a half days. It might cost us a little bit, but we may be able to afford it. And well, we get I think fast. we should take the fastest route, so yeah. Well, let's I think we airship. should go in an airship. <laughs> <laughs> Darren well, looks I've, like a little bit like a kid. I would, I would, I've always wanted to travel on an airship. Uh, explain to me one more time what the fucking shite is an airship. You'll see it when we get there. No, <laughs> You'll I, love it. You said it's something like about <laughs> flying? <clears throat> uh, it's, it's much like a boat, uh, except for on a sea of clouds. That does not sound natural. It's pretty great, though. So what is it? Does it have wings? Does it flap them? You know, the, uh, the author was actually somewhat uh, obscure in their description <laughs> of it. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but we, should, we could go. It, it, it makes harbor or makes port at the same place the boats do, so uh, we could investigate both options at the same time. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Um, well, maybe when you get some rest in you, buddy. Uh. <laughs> Well, I'm um, sure we could take a vote if we had to. Bankard, roll <laughs> perception, please. Me? Bankard. Okay. Uh, Bankard. Uh, disadvantage, correct? Yes. Oh, nice. 13. Fucker. That's how you do it. Uh, carry on. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. <Not> nice enough. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to close uh, all, all of um, Bryn's drawers and lock them again. Uh, the the final question I have is uh, in that drawer with the envelopes, um, was there one addressed to Anna that we may want to deliver since he has been harmed? That's the purpose of that drawer. Yes. Oh, did I did I see one? You didn't look. Do you look now? Yeah, I'll look now. There it is. All right. Maybe um, you want to transport that to her uh, as he has been. Yeah, I hope she hasn't gotten into too much trouble. Ugh. All right. I'll take the letter to Anna. Okay, sure. Uh, so put um, Anna's packet in your inventory. All right. And now, now I will. Well, who else? Who else has let, has packets in there? <laughs> and anyone like relevant or just like other thieves guild members? Um, there's one that's addressed to uh, a woman called uh, Lariel, who you've never heard of uh, and then there are two other uh, Thieves Guild people who you do know um. okay I'll, I'll write down I'll write down the name L'Oreal but I'm not gonna just take that letter or anything okay uh, so yeah uh, is now, it, now I'll close and there's just the another charge. scan of the room make sure we're not leaving anything behind I'm, I'm just kind of looking all around investigating one final bit it's pretty Spartan other than the desk area and the bed um, there's there's a large window. Roll perception, please. That's a twelve. Carry on. There's just like a manticore sitting in the room. <laughs> if I see it. Well, all right. Seems great. Let's get out of here. 
Um, so yeah, uh, upon looking up, all right, I think we have everything we need. So off we go. I guess so. All right. So you guys are heading back to Baldur's Gate. Yeah. On the way out, I'm going to tell the bar back to like make sure this place is well guarded. It always is. <laughs> you know that. I'm just trying to make these guys feel better, okay? <laughs> he he gives you like a wink and a knowing nod. <laughs> yes, sir. We will protect this place. <laughs> oh, thank God. Goodness. I I, I was really, uh, really worried about that. That's a weight off my shoulders. Oh, thanks, St. Cuthbert. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank him. Thank him very much. Um, okay. So you guys walk back to uh, Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Okay, um, it's about a 90-minute journey, so now it's just after midday um, um, as you enter the city gates. Right. Would, uh, would you two like to rest while Darren and I uh, see about getting us passage? Yeah, let's, let's just... Uh, you looking a little <laughs> worse for weather, Krethlin. Uh, let's just go pass out for a little bit. Uh, let's drop them off at the, uh, at, <laughs> at the townhouse. Sleepy time. Okay, uh, so it takes you an additional half hour, 40 minutes to get to the townhouse where you drop them off um, for some sleep. Is there a uh, sleep bar at sleep so this hard. inn? Oh my God. Well, no, the townhouse isn't an inn. It's, it's oh. just the townhouse. It's the yeah, Raven's Rest. Is there a liquor cabinet? <laughs> you what? do have your that, bottle okay, of fancy wine uh, in your inventory. I just take a slug of fancy wine and then pass out. <laughs> okay. Hair of the dog. Um, yeah, so then, uh, Darren, let's go see about... Uh, Getting to Waterdeep. Yes, let's. Off to the port and the tower with the airship. I'm so excited. (laughs) Maybe. Is there a tower with an airship? Yeah. Uh, There's no airship that you see. Um, There is the tower where you have seen an airship before. Okay. Let's go to it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, The the actual tower itself, the gate around it is locked. Um, As you uh, walk up and you try the the gate um a woman's voice uh rings out behind you what are you doing uh i'm uh i'm looking for uh the airship (laughs) shrug oh you you just missed it it left uh it left a couple hours ago leaves at midday every three days every three days midday Mm. uh you, did you miss your booked passage? Is that uh, why we, you're here? I mean, you don't have anything. Well, you look kitted out, so maybe you do. But uh, what do you do? What do you need? Uh, well, we need to get to Waterdeep as quickly as possible. Well, that would be the airship. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the hope. But uh, three days is, is the next time the airship will be leaving. Well, it takes three days to get here. So I mean, yeah. That is still the fastest. Passage it's still we're faster. Make. Yeah. Um, could we charter a um, could we could we charter a passage to Waterdeep um, in three days? Sure. And she whips out a, a piece of paper and a quill out of her bag and says, uh, "So just the two of you?" It's actually going to be four of us. Four. Hmm. And she like looks at her ledger. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you are you gonna be sharing um, a bunk or are you going for the hammocks hey, or well, whatever's cheapest? Uh, I don't think we're uh, we're looking for anything fancy here. <laughs> well, you're traveling on an airship, so uh, speed uh, is uh, more our our need than comfort. Ah. 
Okay. Yeah. So that's going to be uh, 44 gold and 5 silver per person. So that turns into roughly 180 gold for the one-way ticket. Are you wanting a round trip? One-way is great. Yeah, one-way will do for now. Okay. Uh, and the reservation is under... Oberon Delgado. <laughs> Can you spell that? For... I got it. O-B-E-R-O-N. D-E-L-G-A-D-O. That's a funny last name you got, Mr. Delgado. Thank you. Uh, all right. You, it leaves uh, three days from now at midday. You miss it. You lose uh, half of your deposit. I'll take uh, your deposit now. That's uh, half half the... Uh, so 60 gold then, uh, roughly, right? Uh, what uh, was the total? 180 gold. Oh, so so 90 gold then. Yes. Okay. Uh I'll, yeah, I'll front 45. I'll front 45 as well. <laughs> uh, she takes the gold. Wow, you guys carry a lot on you. That's amazing. I guess you were planning on booking it. Um, okay, I'll let uh, I'll let the captain know. Uh, Might I uh, just... I mean, she has a ledger and everything, but she's, she's like, legit, right? She's not, like, wearing... I don't want to be conned. <laughs> uh, she's, like, wearing... Roll like, insight. Okay. <laughs> oh, good call. <laughs> Uh, that's a critical failure. I trust her implicitly. Can, can I also roll in? <laughs> sure. Uh, 20. Uh, she seems legit. All right. <laughs> she doesn't have, yeah. like, an airship patch yeah, on or like anything. I just all of a sudden realized, like, we're just like... Now, do we receive, like, a ticket or a promissory note of some kind? Um, not typically. Uh, Darren, our, our name is on the ledger. The ledger is law. <laughs> um, I mean, I can write you a note if you want, but it's me you're going to be dealing with in a couple of days. And, uh, All right, sorry. don't get sick. <laughs> what was your name? You didn't ask before. That's what I'm asking now. Oh, okay. My name is Anna. Anna? Anna. Nice, nice, to, Anna. nice to meet you, and I look forward to uh, traveling with you in three days. Thank you, Mr. Delgado. I, I reach out my hand to shake her hand. I don't touch people. That's, that's, I mean, that's one policy to have, I suppose. <laughs> you did your best. Is there anything else I can do for you gentlemen today? No, you've, you've done plenty. Thank you so much for your help. All right. See you in three days. I, I say that you should probably arrive about mm, mid-morning. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll plan with extra time to arrive. And uh, if you have any heavy baggage, it would be good to know because um, uh, any any cargo was going to cost extra. So anything that's a, not on your person. Um, we have a dwarf. <laughs> is he is he a hill dwarf or a mountain dwarf? <laughs> oh, he's a mountain dwarf. <laughs> hmm. Well, there may be an extra charge. I'll have to see. Sometimes <laughs> they can get a little rotund. Um. And I, I thank her again, and we start walking off. I go, now, how in Cuthbert's name are we going to convince Kretlin to get on that thing? Uh, we're going to have to convince him? <laughs> I'm, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I guess, uh, I don't know. Um, back in my uh, enclave, uh, elvish parents always used to do this thing where if their child was having a temper tantrum, they would just leave him behind in the forest. <laughs> So uh, I'm tempted to take some advice from old mom and pop on this particular matter. Well, maybe uh, maybe we'll find a way around that. Uh, <laughs> Oberon tugs awkwardly at the collar of his chicken. Oh, God. <laughs> and so, yeah, we, we go back and um, piss the rest of the day away, I suppose, while these two rest. Okay. Um. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, you uh, you guys accomplish a long rest. Uh, uh, your um, level of exhaustion has been rectified. Rehydrated. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to do? Yeah. So what do we want to do in the in the, t- the three days leading up to us? Oh, first. Okay. So. You guys wake up in the morning, I suppose. I make breakfast. I want to make sure it's really good, and I make something really nice for Kreflin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find, like, some mountain dwarf. No, no, wait. I, I, I've read about the Thryn, his, his uh, bar- yeah, barbarian the Thryn. Traditional so Thryn fare. I'm going I'm to try and uh, recreate a traditional Thryn breakfast. Okay. What, some, is there some... Is it just a bunch of beer? It's the traditional meatball. <laughs> um... So if that's just a straight intelligence roll to, to know the uh, recipe, it's it's just an eight. So Okay, roll for how <laughs> good it is. Dwarf recipes are hard. Yeah. That is a 16. Okay, so you didn't have all the exact right ingredients. Um, uh, they use a lot of, like, dried, pickled, and canned stuff, and you don't have much of that, um, having depleted much of the stock over the past six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but with what you have, you're able to create a pretty um, a pretty good dish that uh, pays om- homage to, uh, yeah. to, to the Thrin. But it's it's right. not, if I mean, if you're going for actual, authentic fare, you've... Failed miserably. And is there is there any dwarven lager in the uh, uh, in in the? Town no, house? he drank it all. Okay. <laughs> um, it's been gone. Then I then I would have attempted to wake up early enough to go buy some dwarven lager, or would would I not be able to buy it this early in the day? Considering, hey, it's eleven o'clock somewhere. <laughs> to buy uh, an entire barrel of lager, that's gonna take. Uh, a little bit of prearranging. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so in that case, it's. What have you been drinking if you drank all of all of the lager? Oh, just the the fine wine, the thing that's all I got left. Just rubbing alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> hand okay. sanitizer, whatever. Yeah, um, right. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll leave a glass because you you fell asleep with the bottle, right? I'm oh gonna, yeah, I'm not sure. gonna t- even dare trying to take that from you. Um, so I'll leave like a nice uh, clean glass uh, for for uh, you to have some morning wine, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and then uh, and then. There's food for everyone else, too. Uh, we're having a traditional Thrin breakfast today, uh, gentlemen. Ah, very exciting. Good. Thrin? Oh, what? No, how'd you make that? Um, well, uh, I, I had to, you know, make do with what I had, but uh, mm-hmm. you, you'll see the ceremonial meat bowl is, in fact, still there. Um, and, and I have lamb's milk and, uh, and plenty of jerky in there and uh, a few peas. <laughs> you made me a croissant? Yeah. Oh, oh, lad. <laughs> I, I, I could kiss you on your mouth for that. I won't, but I could. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. That's good enough. Uh, oh, you know. All right. And, and uh, here's your glass for your wine. Wine with breakfast, lad? Are you a barbarian? <laughs> 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 um, so, uh, yeah. And, and I... I we we all eat our, our fine meat bowl. Yeah. Uh, or what is oh. it? Krothka? Kroth, Krothla, I think it's Krothla. Uh, we have our krothla. I, I just made it up. Uh, <laughs> it's a like it's a thrin word. It's not a dwarvish word. <laughs> is it somehow? Uh, is it etymologically related to your name? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! Um, and uh, and I go and uh, good news, everybody. Um, we uh, we have uh, booked passage to Waterdeep. Uh, we will leave in three days. Um, we are going to be taking. Um, the airship? <laughs> or what? 
and uh, yeah, it should it should take us three days to get there. Mm. Uh, so we'll be in uh, Waterdeep in six days. So did you see the airship? Um, I didn't. It had just left for passage. Did you ask exactly what it was? Um, it's much like a boat, but in you said that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but how will a boat take to the air and fly? Here, give me one second. And I, I run back upstairs to my room, uh, rifling through all my piles of books that I've accumulated right. uh, to find the book that uh, had uh, the writing about the airship and, like and, try, pop up and try, to find, <laughs> try to find the most flowery passage that describes it as majestically as possible. Sure. Do I have to yeah, roll anything for that? Or do if I just, you could please uh, make up a flowery <laughs> passage. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Um, it's like a puppet to tell Grethlin with. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as you look through, you actually realize that there's a picture. There is a picture in the book. It in the be book. a pop-up book, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, and uh, it's described as a, a sailing ship with a large ladder. ladder um, oh. Uh, the size of the ship above it, and also um, three very large um, enchanted gems uh, underneath it to help it stay aloft. Uh, and smoking's perfectly okay on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant gas basket. Um, so I, I grab that book and I come back down and I and I go, this is what it looks like, Crethon, and I show him the picture. Are balloons a thing in this world? Uh, uh, sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like they would be like I a mean, festival Zeppelins thing. I would obviously are. <laughs> <laughs> but like I guess like it would be like one of those things that like it'd just be a paper thing and you'd put a candle underneath yeah. it and it would look kind of like that. Yeah. Cool. Can I just call that a balloon? Sure. <laughs> well this balloon thing, this child's play thing, that's what we're going to ride on. It's majestic. Children also play with boats. A toy sure. boat, say. <laughs> Children uh, also you're not going to ride anywhere yeah, on the toy listen, listen, listen to this passage, Crethlin. And, and Captain Blackwater looked over the sea of clouds and realized with the sun on his face that this was home. Can't you relate to that on migration? On migration, we're walking on the ground. This is his migration in the sky. So what happens? What happens if something rips? What happens if the if the what, how does it? What happens if that thing rips? If it, how do you? What's going to happen if that happens? Hey, hey, well, hey, Magic. Hey, hey, Crestlin, come over. Come over here with me. I'm gonna. Uh, I, I'm not convinced hey, by this. Hey, just what are you gonna preach to me about Saint Cuthbert? <laughs> no, 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 that elf is gonna get on the airship. You're not gonna let him show you up, are you? <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> you don't want to get. You don't want the elf to show more courage than the mountain dwarf. <laughs> Fine, I'll go down on your fucking airship. All right, it's settled. Great, three days. How how much was the ticket? Um, it was. 45 gold? 45 gold <laughs> for a child's toy! <laughs> what kind of swindlers are you dealing with here? Uh, I believe her name was Anna. <laughs> oh. <sighs> for the sake of your three-day trip. You're going to love it. It's the only way to travel. 
So we have three days, a little less now, uh, to, to get all our things in order. We should pack up, travel light, uh, take whatever we can. Any uh, excessive baggage will cost extra, um, but I don't think any of us really uh, carry too much on us anyways, so we should be okay. You know, just pack my I'll just, I'll, I'll just, um, I, I can I can just choose a few choice books to bring with me. I'll, I'll leave the rest here. <laughs> I am going to spend some, if I have downtime today. Uh, you do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to compose a letter to Bryn. Okay. Um, like, in response to his little packet letter. Okay. Do you want to actually write it? Okay. And uh, if I have time after, like, delivering that to uh, where he's, like, recuperating, I'd also like to visit Ruth, where she is recuperating. Oh, okay. And if, and if further possible, I would like to stop at the market and buy a toy balloon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can do all those things. The toy balloon costs you two copper. Done. <laughs> I chuckled myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess if we're gonna, oh, I guess is Ruth conscious when you visit her? Or I didn't yeah, know she was, was conscious when you left. She was just um, right. Oh yeah, you you like this is just what I'm doing. You guys can do. I'm just gonna perform a ritual on uh, the stones. Um, and uh, he's out. I guess the other two might be out and about, but I, I'll perform a ritual on my stone. Um, to uh. Uh, cast identify on it okay. and see if it feels the same way or if it's different. Sure. Uh, it feels nearly the same. Okay. Same, you know, positive, negative balance thing yeah. that I've not yet perfected describing. It feels that way, but on like maybe a different note, if that makes sense. Okay. I take note of that and um, then I'm going to uh, go to the market and sell my rapier. <gasps> okay. Yeah, I don't need it. So you go to a weapon shop, you walk in, um, you offer your rapier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they offer to buy it for 18 gold pieces. 18. Uh, that, is that a fair price? It's fairer than nothing. That's true. Um, but this, this sword has a history. <laughs> yes, that's why it's worth 18. Do you go to the fighting pits often? No, the, they're barbaric. Weapons are really to be used in glorious battle, not play fighting. Oh, that's your opinion, is it? Of course, or else I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs> 18 gold will be fine, then. And I, I scowl a little bit. Uh, he gives you 18 gold. That's that's what I'm doing with my day. Um, okay. I, I'd probably go like watch the fighting pits. I won't participate this time. Okay. But it's fun. Yep. You miss it a little. <laughs> I'll probably revisit the pits soon. Uh, Kreflin, do you do anything? Uh, yeah, I believe I know of a weapon shop in town uh, with a couple of Goliaths. Yeah. Uh, cool. I go there. Uh, ching. Ching. <laughs> ching. Oh, there, lad. I'm a lady. Oh, you're the lady on you. Ching. Sorry. I ching. bow to her and uh, offer my most sincere apologies, lass. Forgiven. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I have a couple of weapons that I'd like uh, a look taken at so I can learn a little bit more about their origins. Well, one I want to improve, the other I want to learn about the origin of. Okay. Take a look at this, and I pull out my war pick. Oh, this is shiny. Isn't it? Yeah. Have you ever seen anything like this, anything similar? Oh, it's a pick. Aye? 
It is, but look at the shape of it. See, the, the, the pick part of it is a little bit twisty in the bottom. That somehow makes it stronger. I want to learn a little bit about that. Well, me husband, he's not here. Oh. He does all the weird weapons. You like, you're, you're the one with the, the mace. The mole, yeah, that's correct. Right. Who wanted it shinier? Shinier, heavier, some kind of... Right. He does all them specialty weapons. I do all the pointy weapons. Oh, I see. I see. Well, when, when will he be back? Um, well, he's selling at the market right now, so later? I suppose I will drop by later, then. Okay. Thank chink. you. Thank you. Chink. And he walks away. Chink. Um, is there a pub nearby? <laughs> There's actually the, uh, cloak, helm and cloak. Oh, yeah, yeah, helm and cloak. Yeah, yeah, a pub in there. Right. I remember that bartender. Uh, do you remember? Shop? No, you, you, didn't never, go you never in. went in. Oh, I never went in. Oh, okay, yeah. So I just walk right in. Okay. Hi, dear. How are you? Um, what can I get you today? Pint of lager, please, Mary. Oh, it's Charlotte. I don't care. Pint of lager, please. Oh, all right. Here you go. Thank you. How much? Uh, two gold, please. And I give her four gold. <laughs> oh, aren't you sweet? Ah, uh, thank you. And she. Tops it up a little bit more. Oh. I uh, like your fur. It's all, you know, rough and manly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, lass. I uh, killed this bear with me own hands. Really? Hey. That's, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a tough old bastard, too. So, was that around here? Not too far, yeah. And out in the woods and out in the western woods. East. The west is the coast. The eastern woods. <laughs> I don't know my geography that well. That's all right. Me neither. I ain't actually ever been outside of Baldur's Cave. Oh, never. No. Oh, you should travel sometime. It's the most loveliest thing in the world. Well, I'd go with you. Well, I suppose I'd take you. Well, I think that sounds right fine. <laughs> any any large luggage to claim? <laughs> Ooh, mm. Have you ever been on an airship, lass? No, but I've seen them. They're they're great. How do they? Can you tell me about them? <laughs> sure. Well, um, every every couple of days mm. you see one flying in and out. Um, they're they're like a sea ship. But <laughs> but with, like, a giant bag attached to the top. And and they fly, and they make this, like, woo-woo-woo sound. <laughs> like, like, it, like, do they have, like, uh, something on the back that pushes it, or, like... Yeah, they have, like, a propeller. A flippity-flippity thing. A, 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 a turny thing. Ah, a turny thing. Oh. Yeah. Okay, but what is what is the bag full of? What how, how does that <laughs> carry the thing? I, I, um, I I don't rightly know. I've never uh, seen one up close. Uh, oh, thank you, Mary. I'll, I'll it's back Charlotte. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of wander around and like start asking people about the. <laughs> Nobody that you've come into contact with who wants to talk to you wants, knows about. Uh, <laughs> Knows about airships. All right, nice. Go sulk in a corner for a few hours. Okay. 
and then I go back to the thingamajig. Is her husband back? Hello again. Hello again, lass. Good to see you. You too. Is your husband in yet? Yeah, he's inside. Inside the thing. Oh, oh, I will go speak with him. Thank you very much. Welcome. Ching. <laughs> Ching. I go Ching. inside. <laughs> that's oh, that's the pipe smoking. He's smoking on his pipe. Yeah. <laughs> um, hello. Greetings, lad. How are you doing? Pretty fine. Uh, you're looking quite fine, sir. That pipe is the largest I've ever seen in my life. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, lad, I had uh, a couple of questions I want to ask you. I have a couple of weapons. This, and he plops the war, the mall uh, down onto the disc. Oh, I remember this one. Oh, well, you could... wanted me to shiny it up for you. If you could, lad. It, it'll be a day. That's fine, eh? Have a day this time. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, also, I'd like you to take a look at this weapon here. Kind of consulting thing, I suppose. Whoa. Whoa. This is this is a nice pick. Uh, I likes it. Uh, thank you, lad. Can you tell me anything more about it? Something you recognise? Well, I've never seen a construction like this before. No. Uh. But, um, well, it's silver, so... That's good if you want to fight things that are weak to silver. Oh, I didn't recognize that before. But um, I've not seen a construction like this, so I can't rightly tell you anything about it. I, I don't even think I can shiny it up for you. Oh. It's already pretty shiny, except for the blood. What? <laughs> It's just a little bit of blood. Sometimes I miss a bit. Is it? Is that? What kind of blood is that? It's all blacky purple. Uh, <laughs> it's from it, a dog. Uh, you wouldn't believe me if I told you, lad. I believe lots of things. People say I shouldn't so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one thing I'll tell you that is the truth, and that is I got that blood on my weapon from fighting a door. But doors don't bleed. Ah, usually they don't, but this one had some big old eyes and teeth and it was uh, sticky. Uh, he looks at the doors around him. <laughs> <laughs> you have changed this fellow's life. Uh, are all doors like that now? No, no, just just this one, just this one that I found in a weird enchanted place. Oh. Well, this is a place isn't weird and enchanted. Not as I can tell. And no. there's lots of weapons here, so it's probably okay. I think, lad, that you could take it if you tried. Oh, that's sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I suppose I should come back in a day and pick up them all? Um, yeah. Who should I say is the owner of this weapon? I like to write the names on them. Uh, well, lad, you can write Crethlin on that one. Crethlin? Crethlin Partintillin. Okay. Should, can you... I was going to say, should I spell that out for you? Yeah, I, and does she have, like, a pen and paper, and I just... 
Yeah, I scribble it on a piece of paper, and that is in the original Dwarvish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, lad. I will return in 24 hours. See you tomorrow. I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. I hope... I hope he misspells it so that it says this wall <laughs> belongs to a bowl of meat. Crawfla. Crawfla. Crawfla! Bankard, is there anything you wanted to do? I'd probably just go do paladin shit. Like, <laughs> Classic Bankard. Like, <laughs> like uh, go to the temple, tend a service or two, pray, check on Bryn, you know, see... See how they're treating them. Okay. So after all of your independent errands, you uh, all meet back for the evening, have a nice community drink, mm-hmm. and uh, turn in for the evening. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, lad, what happened to your sword? Everyone who uh, Don't worry about it. left what? the uh, building, uh, the, the townhouse today, I'd like you to roll perception, please. Oh, no, you, you get away from me. I hate you. Eight. Fifteen. Eighteen for Kreflin. Now you're 20, Twenty-three for Oberon. Okay, carry on. <laughs> oh, man. The I think she's just having us roll it just to like, keep us on, on no? We really don't notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so before we go uh, on this uh, adventure together, I was wondering if uh, we wanted to talk a bit about uh, funds for the group as a whole. How do you mean? Well, in the in the stories I've read, uh, uh, the the heroes have always uh, had a pool to draw from for uh, for their uh, adventuring funds. Like everyone would have their own money as well, but ultimately uh, there'd be someone who who basically was like the treasurer. For oh, instance. is there like a ledger in the back of every adventure story? It's like, oh, here's how much money they had. <laughs> Actually, in the Thren. <laughs> <laughs> there are designated treasurers. I mean, there's a finder's keepers policy for the <laughs> for the more important items, but for uh, adventuring purposes, there is somebody who keeps it. Right. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Well, I'd be uh, more than willing to donate to this fund. Right. If we all just front a, a certain amount of money and then one of us holds on to it, that way we know how much. Like, so that not everyone has to handle how, uh, right, all the right. all the money. And and then if we buy supplies for the group, like potions or or better armor or anything like that, uh, we can draw from that fund. It seems agreeable. I'm not like one of those greedy thieves you've read about. <laughs> <laughs> I've read about a lot of greedy thieves. Uh, well, if anybody should carry the. Uh aforementioned funds, I believe it should be the one who would know most about uh, those types of things, and that would be me, I believe. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not saying I should decide what we spend the money on, but I will carry it, because I think out of all of them, it might be the safest bet. I'm okay with that. I I, I trust Kreflin with that. Have you, you, uh, on, on your migrations before, were you ever designated treasurer? Uh, only once and never again after that. But that's a story. It's a different story. Unrelated to the treasury. Unrelated to the what happened to the funds in the treasury, yes. What happened to the funds in the treasury? It was unrelated, I believe I said. <laughs> so I will leave it at that. Uh, so how much do we want to kick into this fund? I don't mind donating most of my funds. It was given to me for the same purpose as the fund itself, so... Let's say a hundred. 
I don't quite have that much on me. Uh, (laughs) I guess I've tipped my hand there. (laughs) (laughs) I'll throw in 100. I'll throw in 60. Um, Though I I did spend some of my gold on these lovely uh, healing potions that I bought for the group a few days ago. We haven't used them yet. I have four of them. That's so sweet. Yes. How much were they each? I don't even remember. (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll consider that your uh, the completion. Of Does everyone want to hold on to a healing potion? By uh, all means. Aye. So I, I pass a healing sure. potion to each one of them and keep one for myself. Okay, mark it down in your inventory. It's a it's a lesser healing potion. Okay. Um, Which is two d four plus two. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know a little pick me up. Yeah, I'll put a hundred into the the communal fund, and I'll throw in sixty. And I suppose I should be going shopping for something to carry this in, and just also rating it. (laughs) I will keep a few pieces for uh, perhaps a drink here or there. Right, we all have our our own uh, spending money. Okay, and with uh, the group now basically a corporation... Yeah. we should, we should come up with a we name. We should definitely come up with a business name. I was just thinking the same thing. We gotta do branding. We gotta do uh, posters. We gotta do t-shirts. Syndication. Syndication. Tunics. Um, uh, you all uh, have a good evening. Turn in. Um, you go back and pick up your mall the next day. Mm-hmm. It's shinier. Uh, it is also silvered. Oh, nice. Uh, which is what you assume he meant by shiny. shiny. Yeah. Um, and it uh, costs you uh, seven gold for the shiny and <laughs> seven gold for the silver. Uh, so that's 14 altogether. And uh, your visit went with Ruth went very well. Um, uh, she was happy to see you. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's recuperating well. Uh, though uh, still a bit emotionally scarred from the, yeah. the betrayal. Um, it turns out she makes really great cookies. I never knew this about you, Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you feel filled with the uh, sensicalness of St. Cuthbert <laughs> uh, Bankard. <laughs> and with that, we will close for today. Next, Ooh. airship. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions, all rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons & Dragons are trademarks of Wizards of the Coast, LLC, a subsidiary of Hasbro. Go to dnd.wizards.com to find out more.